Welcome to the Grad School Femme Touring Podcast. This is Dr. Yvette Martinez Vu, and I will be serving as your Femme Tour, providing you with tips and tricks and everything else you need to know to get into graduate school. For the past 10 years, I've been helping undergraduate students get into top graduate programs in their field, and I'm really excited to share this information with you too. Hi everyone. Today I am recording an episode on what to do when you get stuck. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I actually got a little stumped this week because I got thrown off. I had um, a, a guest lined up for Friday's episode and things somehow didn't work out for this week with that guest and hopefully we'll be able to get them um, on for another week. But because of that, I had not planned for another topic or to do another recording. I also was planning to be out of town this week. As you can tell, I don't have my usual background. I usually use my grad school film training background, but I am recording from San Francisco right now i'm recording off of my um, husband's ipad which i'm not familiar with so it's a little different uh i might look a little different i might sound a little different for those of you that are um watching from youtube you'll notice the difference you know you'll you'll be able to see the difference but anyway long story short i kept thinking to myself well i like I try my best to be cons consistent and um, I like publishing a Friday episode. I had not planned for anything. And I was sitting around in the hotel room thinking, what am I gonna talk about this week? Oh, I could do a personal update. Like, why am I even in San Francisco? Uh, and and actually I'll, I'll offer a little bit of that too. But then I thought, well, I'm a big fan of, and I've been doing this ever since I started the podcast, is I record on whatever it is that's coming up for me right then and there. So if someone presents uh, a topic, you know, that that is a suggestion, and I feel like I have something to say about it, I'll record on that topic. Something has come up for myself, for a student, for a client, for a mentee, I I will record on it. So this week I found myself feeling a little bit stuck and I thought, well, maybe that can be the topic of today is what do you do when you get stuck? Because what I did was I realized, oh my goodness, I'm stuck. I'm not really sure what to record on. And what do I normally do when I get stuck? And I went back to my toolkit and I was like, okay, when I get stuck, I just, I just get started. And when I get stuck, I set a timer. When I get stuck, you know, just like I kept thinking about strategies that I could then implement to help me come up with the topic for this week's Friday episode. And then somehow <laughs> I had that meta thought of actually this week's episode is on what to do when you get stuck. And so um, 
we'll talk about that. But before I get to it, if you hear any background noise, I am actually sharing a hotel room with my family. And that's going to kind of bring me to the, the personal update, a little bit of a personal update. Why in the world am I in San, in San Francisco? Because if you listen to, uh, I think it's episode 74, where I talked about why I left higher ed. I talked about one of the big, big reasons was wanting to move my family abroad, move my family to Portugal. And part of that process requires applying for a visa. And for me, it's not a simple process whatsoever. In fact, um, I have struggled a little bit with navigating it. It's a 12-step process in terms of the actual application. There are 14, 12 to 14 things that they ask you to submit. Each person for each family member needs to apply, and each person needs to set up an appointment with a VFS office, with a consulate office in your region. There's three nationwide there's one in Washington, DC, there's another one in New York City, and then another one in San Francisco. So for me, because I'm on the West Coast, because I'm in California, my family and I had to fly up to San Francisco for this appointment. Our appointment is tomorrow, which means that by the time you're listening to this, I will be in the middle of my appointment, most likely. Um, and it's, it's a little bit nerve wracking. It was a bit of a process of a project to gather everything that they asked for. And I also got stuck during that process too. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about being stuck. So what might be some circumstances in which you would find yourself feeling stuck? Well, I know about my listeners and my audience, and I know that most of you are in your early, mid, and even late 20s. So some of you are undergraduates, some of you are recent graduates, maybe kind of in that in-between stage, considering grad school, and some of you are grad students. And that means if you are a student that you might be having to write a paper. You might be having to work on a thesis. You might be writing a dissertation. And all of those things might present you with opportunities where you get stuck, where you think, I don't know what to write this paper on, or I'm stuck on the thesis. How am I gonna write this big, this what feels like a big paper? How am I gonna write a dissertation, which feels like you're writing a whole book? And then later on, you might, come up with other big major projects that you work on that will also have you feeling stuck. So what could those projects be? It could be you're a grad student, you're working on your exam. So studying for quals is a big thing. You might get stuck, feel like, oh, I don't know where to start. You might one day write a book. If you're an academic, it's a requirement to go up for tenure for most academic jobs. Not necessarily all of them. If you're in the community college, most likely you're not required to write a book to get tenure. But um, it's becoming more and more of, of an expectation in a lot of academic jobs if you're up on the tenure track. Or just a lot of uh, professionals decide that they want to write a book. Um, even I am interested in writing a book inspired by this podcast and the work that I'm doing. So who knows, that might be in the future, <laughs> cross our fingers. Um, but yes, 
lots of opportunities for getting stuck. And let's think about that. Like, why are we getting stuck? What's happening there? For me, when I get stuck, there's quite a lot of feelings involved. First of all, immediately, that big feeling that comes up for me is the feeling of overwhelm. Oh, this is a really big project. Or, oh, I, there's just too many things going on. How do I, how do I just get it all done? Or um, I'll start to feel scared, afraid, fear. And what's that fear? It's the fear of failure. And so, oh, I don't want to start writing the dissertation because it's going to be terrible. And people are going to think that I'm a fraud and that I don't know what I'm doing. And um, that they made a mistake in admitting me to grad school. Or um, what's the fear of failure? Uh, I'm going to write this paper and this professor is going to give me a big old F because I wasn't able to dedicate as much time and effort and energy to it based on my circumstances, et cetera. All these things that come up. So fear, fear of failure. Another thing that comes up sometimes, especially for those of us who are first gen navigating things for the first time is confusion. Sometimes you get stuck because you're like, I don't even know what, what in the world I'm supposed to do. Like, how do you even write this paper? You know, how do you write a research paper if you've never done research before? How do you write um, a thesis if you've never written one before? How do you write a dissertation if you've never written one before? You see what I mean? Um, there's a lot of confusion, and sometimes it's 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 that it's the it's the fact that you've never done this before that makes it so big and scary. And for me, navigating this visa application, I still don't know if I'm going to get it. I don't know how it's going to go tomorrow. I don't know if they're going to say that everything is there or that something is missing. But it reminds me of that process of applying to grad school, that process of applying to college, a feeling like this is really big and really scary. It's a multi-step process. I don't even, I'm afraid to even get started. But my enthusiasm and desire and passion um, in wanting to pursue those things outweighed that fear and the overwhelm and the confusion and somehow I figured it out so for for you if you're stuck for myself being stuck in that process of my visa application or the process of coming up with the topic episode for this week I kept thinking well what, what are my, my own tried and true kind of strategies to get me to do the things that I need to do? And I think, like I mentioned them earlier, uh, just taking things one step at a time, like just getting started. And getting started sounds so simple, but it's much easier said than done. So for me, getting started means setting a timer and like just working on it getting started also means um having or creating a setting where i can focus so what does that mean for me right now i'm in a hotel room with my family i sent my husband out with the kids to try to like um keep them entertained for this time that i'm here recording for you all and so I'm grateful for that. But that gives me, if, if they were right here yelling at the top of their lungs, like my baby loves to do, um, 
I probably would be distracted and wouldn't be able to finish this episode. So for allowing yourself with the time and space and the ability to focus is, is, is establishing the, the setting to be able to do that. So having a timer, you know, getting yourself in the right setting, um, the right kind of headspace, whether that's like putting on some headphones, listening to music, uh, working on a table or a desk or your better, whatever your designated workstation is. And then just starting it and thinking about progress and not perfection. So you don't have to know exactly what you're doing. You just have to know what the next step is in that process. Um, I took a couple of notes too. So the other thing I wanted to say, so I mentioned the timers and getting started. I mentioned taking it one sub project or sub task at a time. So breaking things, it's always no for a lot of things, breaking thing, breaking the steps down into very small, manageable things. That's going to take you a long way. Like as soon as you develop that skill set of breaking things up, and being self-efficacious and like believing in yourself and following through on the things that you want to do. Cause trust me, there's a lot of people who struggle with like committing from the beginning to end on, on something. Uh, a lot of us have really amazing ideas and really exciting dreams, but when it comes to implementation, when it comes to getting it done consistently and following through and completing completion, it's hard. And so the fact that you're even here kind of doing the work to get to the next step, whatever the thing is that, that you're getting stuck on, that's great. Like for me, having this podcast, actually, I, oh my goodness, I think I just, <laughs> I just realized it right now. Uh, this month is my two year podcasting anniversary. I can't believe it's been two years because in many ways, I'm still learning a lot about podcasting. But oh my, I just lost my train of thought because I just realized this is my two-year anniversary. Um, and <laughs> I'm still doing it, you know? I'm still kind of trying my best to be consistent, trying my best to focus on progress. It doesn't have to be perfect. The tech doesn't have to be perfect. I, um, I just do the best that I can with the content that I have, with the knowledge that I have, with the experience that I have and hope that it is an offering to someone and that whatever I say, hopefully is of value to someone else, is helpful to someone else. Another reminder I wanted to say is if you're stuck and you're not really sure, if you're really, really stuck and you actually can't get started, you try a timer, you, you just completely lost, ask for help. For me, what did, what did that mean? That meant, actually getting a hold of a consultant to help me with my visa application. Yes, I needed help. And yes, it's okay to ask for help from mentors, from mentors, from coaches, whoever it is, from editors, like whether it's paid or unpaid, asking for help never hurts. It can only help you. And then the other thing I want to say about this topic is having to do with patience and control and <laughs> um, 
and your timeline and your deadlines. So I want to remind you that if you're getting stuck on something and you're working on something that's a longer term project, to try to be patient with yourself and the project and also to exercise flexibility in as many ways as possible. So what do I mean by that? When I say be patient, I mean that there might be things that get in your way of getting things done and getting things done according to whatever timeline you set for yourself. That doesn't mean that, that, that you shouldn't have a timeline. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't have deadlines. And sometimes you have firm deadlines, like it or not, you just have to meet that deadline. Um, but um, if you're patient with yourself, then that allows you with that ability to shift things if something that you didn't expect happened. So for me, what happened um, with my visa application is actually, I was supposed to come to San Francisco. It was about two weeks ago. And like I said, there's 12 to 14 different um, items that are part of your application. You know, one of them is the application form itself. There's a personal statement that you have to write. You have to have a bank account set up. You have to have a lease in Portugal. Um, you have to have a, um, oh my goodness, I'm blanking out on the name. Kind of like a reference letter, someone who knows you in Portugal who can like write on your behalf. And um, there were two major things that I was missing and it was of no fault of our own. One was the Portuguese bank account because it was taking so long for us to get it set up um, based on the timelines and the timing of the bureaucracy there. And then the other part was the lease and getting a lease registration. So we got a lease and then we ran into some hiccups with the landlords and getting them to register our lease with their official finance office. And that was taking forever. And then to top things off, there was like a random holiday in Portugal in the middle of the week. And like, we just got all the materials in this morning before flying out to San Francisco. It, it was wild. I mean, we didn't have them two weeks ago. And so we had to reschedule and we thought for sure we would have them with plenty of time for our re rescheduled appointment. But long story short, we didn't. We thought we were gonna show up with an incomplete application today. And to our luck, everything, the last two things that we needed showed up this morning. And <laughs> our emails finally got the proof of the bank account and the proof of the lease registration. And I hope that everything goes well with it. But I think I, I went on a little bit of a rant <laughs> about that. But going back to being patient, we had to be patient. We had to be flexible. If I would have thought, well, two weeks ago was my firm deadline, then I would have gone. It would have definitely been an incomplete application. I probably wouldn't have um, been accepted and um, we would have to start the process all over again of reapplying for the visa or something like that. I mean, this is all new to me. So probably, you know, I would still be having to do this again. And um, I guess in, in your case, if you're writing a paper, if you're writing a thesis, if you're writing a dissertation, having patience with yourself, compassion with yourself 
can be helpful because it can help you to advocate for yourself when you need to extend deadlines. It can help you to learn to set internal deadlines that are earlier than what somebody else sets for you so that then you can give yourself cushions so that if things do happen, especially the things that are out of your control, you can still navigate them well and navigate them without stressing yourself out too much. Um, I'm trying to think of if there's anything else, asking for help, being patient and creating flexible deadlines if you can, especially if you're a grad student and you're held responsible for your own deadlines, flexible deadlines, allowing for some cushion, um, and I, I am a fan of deadlines. I'll just put that out there because deadlines allow you to work towards a goal. And so create the deadlines and try to meet them as best as possible, take them seriously, but then still have a little bit of cushion. And I think those are, those are it. Those are some of my strategies that I use myself when I get stuck is I try my best to get started. I try um, my best to ask for help, to be patient, be flexible, and have a goal in mind, have a deadline in mind, and work towards that goal, and work, work, work until it gets done. And even if it doesn't get done exactly when you hope to get it done, progress. Even if it doesn't end up being exactly what you wanted it to be, progress progress, not perfection. Um, in fact, I, I, I tell my son when he works on his homeschooling, instead of thinking practice makes perfect, I just say practice helps you progress. So I no longer try to strive for perfection, even though perfectionism is still something that I struggle with. And hopefully um, over time, you know, my own kids won't have to struggle with that as much. And you all won't have to struggle as much because you'll be learning these techniques and skills to, to focus on, on getting better and not doing things perfectly, even if it's your first time doing them. All right, y'all. I think that's all I have to say for today before I keep going off on another ramble or start to overshare <laughs> about my personal updates. I will talk to you all next time. Thanks so much for joining me in the Grad School Fem Touring Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please rate this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere you tune in. You can also support the podcast by donating to my Patreon page, Anger page, or Venmo account, which is at Grad School Fem Touring. If you have questions or episode topics, you can contact me by sending me a DM on Instagram sending me an email to gradschoolfemtouring at gmail.com, sending me a voice message on Anchor, or sending me a message via my personal website at yvettemartinezvu.com. Until next time. <laughs>